Welcome to the It's Possible podcast, where we tackle topics between life, business, and everything in between, and how we make it all possible with your hosts, John and Amy. Let's take it away. So it's day 672. <laughs> Or what about of a the month, quarantine? About a month then. Yeah, I think, I think it, it was. We were talking with a, a client yesterday on a call, and it was. I think everybody was like, "Oh, it's been a month." I'm like, what? No. Yeah. The reality is, is that it's very much where like days are running together. Mm-hmm. Nobody can quite keep track of like what day of the week it is. And well, the- and these and these are these are like these are folks that work for. Regular companies, like and regular have companies regular business and have hours. regular business hours, and yet they're still feeling that same, that the same heat, kind of thing. Right. Well, the one thing that I felt, the more and more I think about things, the more and more I realize how weird we truly are. And it's always, I always feel this way, like when I'm in mom groups or whatever, is people will talk about things, and I just quietly, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I think about the fact that I'm like, secretively of like gosh this is this is so not our experience and i feel like that a lot now is you know people are becoming overwhelmingly bored and you're seeing all these memes and gifs and videos online of people just doing ridiculous things to pass time and we it's like a hurricane in our house i feel like oh yeah because it's we are the opposite of bored. Now, granted, you're still working during the day, yeah. but you're done by mid late afternoon. Yep. Kind of like regular, every day, and I'm doing the homeschool with the boys, and then house maintenance, and then the the idea of like the budgeting and the. Like, food prep and grocery trips has gotten a lot more complex and takes up a lot more of my time because it's infinitely more planning and prep than... Well, and our, our boys are here 24 hours a day. Right, and that's not different from anybody else. But the difference... Well, it's two things. Is we are very much outdoor people. And our boys are rambunctious. Bless you. Thank you. Is they will happily sit on a screen, but they, you know, one thing we were talking about last night is the fact that our oldest, it makes you feel like, oh, bless you, like good, good, good mom moments, because it's, you know, he'll have friends now that he's playing Fortnite with that are live with him and you can hear him in the bedroom, like talking to each other or they have the messenger kids app and, you know, there's devices beeping and ringing all day long now in our house of friends and it's like hey do you want to hop on do you want to play do you want to play do you want to play and michael gets to the point where he's like hey guys i'm gonna spend the rest of the evening with my family or like we're going on a bike ride or we're i'm helping dad build the chicken coop or whatever it is yeah it's like i'll see you guys tomorrow like it's time to clock out now. I have to do something else. Yeah, they definitely don't appear to be able to sit on electronics all day long. No, and and that's and I'm very I'm very happy for that. Yeah. Um, 
because it's something you don't like, and we, I talk about this all the time, for me, is I truly have this just biological need to be outside. I have to feel the sun and feel the wind and hear the birds and smell the flowers and, you know, and take, it's, it's a multi-sensory experience for me that I, I, I feel a physical reaction from my body when I put myself in that predicament. And I think most people do, but I think people, depending on your normal day to day, you know, if you are used to sitting in a cubicle for eight hours a day and then getting from your air conditioned car to your air conditioned car back home and then sitting on the couch is being outside and the elements may not be on the forefront of your mind. But for me, it very much is. And you can sense that a little bit with the boys. And I think that's just, that's not a direct result of us. I think part of it is they feel it too, where they just start getting too rambunctious and they go crazy. So it's, I got to get out. But I think also it's just our natural family lifestyle has always warranted for outside time every day, regardless of the temperature or the weather. Just we're going outside at least for a few minutes in the elements. Sure. And so I've been happy about that. But because we have a big backyard, we're fortunate enough to have that. We have a trampoline. We have the garden. We have baseballs and footballs and games and bikes. Is We're not bored. I think the boys get bored a little bit. I think the boys miss their friends, for sure. But this idea of, like, everybody getting to the point of, like, we can't stand the other members of our family and we just want to everybody go in their own room and watch TV until well, the end of time is not, is not our experience. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's, we are lucky to where we have a, we have a house. We have a house with a yard, a front yard, a backyard. And so definitely the experience for those that are in an apartment is very different. Or for those that live <clears throat> In a neighborhood where there, are, you know, there are no yards. Yeah. Certainly, when I where I grew up, <clears throat> there was no yard. There was no backyard. There was no front yard. Mm-hmm. There's just houses, you know. And then you had like a side walkway area that was kind of yours. That experience would be totally different. Yeah. Because of everybody kind of wanting to be in the house, you know, being told to stay indoors or if you're gonna go for a walk. But the one thing that's nice is. Because there are such limited opportunities to do things, Mm -hmm. the only options that are kind of available are going for a walk, being outside. So there definitely appears to be a greater appreciation of simpler things. Yes. And an emphasis, certainly on our part, to um, use this opportunity to like recalibrate of kind of what, what we feel like is important what is priority? I think the whole globe is doing it mm-hmm. to where it's a focus on who's truly essential. Yeah. What's that. essential? What's essential in your life? What's essential um, for your family? What's yeah. essential for the community? You know, there's well, a lot of discussion there, yeah, about that. Yeah, because there's just a lot of, you know, behaviors that you get accustomed to that aren't necessarily bad, but you just get used to it. Where it's, you know, for a lot of people, the idea of like, Okay, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? I don't know. I guess, you know, daily grocery store runs to grab what they think they want for dinner. um, Or going out all the time and all these things. And now, because food is scarce, 
right, and the grocery stores don't have all the things, is people are being forced now to have to plan ahead. Yeah. On a lot of things. And it's, you know, it's... People are accustomed, I think, to instantaneous gratification. Uh, of course. So it's, oh, I have five minutes of downtime. I'm so bored. I want to kill myself. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to the bar. Let's go out to eat. Let's go whatever. Yeah. And those options have been taken away. And now it's forcing people to have to reassess. Okay. What, what is important, but also it's what can I do? So. Well, on that, on that thought of things that, that they start getting things are stressful so it's it's requiring planning or thoughts and all of this emotion that's unique um the very first thing because of your body is used to that immediate gratification you're going to be seeking it and um certainly things that um we follow and adhere to and try and make sure that we are cognizant of in our everyday life comes from of course from um, the from Strong Fit, mm-hmm. where uh, Julian Pino talks about um, the desire in stressful situations for people to seek what is called sympathetic fixes. Me. And so, what that means is, is that there are things that are those things that are immediately gratifying. So, if, if you want to be able, to, so it's going to be sugar, it's going to be alcohol. It's gonna be. Um, it could be. It can be buying stuff. It can be yeah. things that release endorphins. Yeah. That are not a bad thing. The issue is, is that when it's being done in a um, fake environment, or or it's kind of pseudo releasing. So what? So everyone that's ever been active, and everyone's felt this emotion before. So whether it's um, you. You help someone, you get that good feeling inside. You do a workout, you yep. feel better. You um, you accomplish a task. You have your your list and your checklist. And you check those boxes. That emotion that you feel, where you feel really good about yourself or good about the world for that brief moment, mm-hmm. right? That's those are releases of endorphins, right. right? And and those are all really positive things because that emotion or that feeling that you get comes from a state of action. You've done a thing that then has netted that response, and that's positive. So that reinforces that feeling. The issue is is that when you do this. You can get that same emotion or that same feeling when you eat and drink things as well. And it's because of how our bodies respond to certain foods and certain It's a learned response for sure. Because, go ahead. Everyone knows this sensation because things get stressful and it's, I'm sad, I need to eat a pint of ice cream. What's your favorite ice cream flavor of when you're sad? You know, those are conversations that happen all the time. And it's, the problem is, is that because things are so stressful right now, that I would be hard pressed to find anyone that hasn't been affected and has turned to either increased consumption of alcohol, Mm -hmm. increased consumption of food, but we're not talking about food. Caffeine. Yeah, caffeine, sugar, 
It's those things that spike a response inside your body. Mm -hmm. And if you don't realize it, I mean, really stop and think of what have you eaten more of in the last month or so, three weeks, let's say three weeks, that you normally don't eat. Everyone's going to have something because, or at least you've had thoughts of eating those things, mm -hmm. because it's impossible. Everyone's being affected by this. Right, and, and the main thing is that it's because our bodies nowadays are so overstimulated and our brain has to go from here to there to there to there to up to down and everybody shits all over the kids and it's like man these kids can uh do their homework and watch a lecture while playing video games and like listening to music at the same time and blah 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 and it's like and it's it's an adaptation that has occurred and learned behavior because we're pulled in so many directions it's constant stimuli so the idea of somebody sitting in a chair quietly and just being doesn't exist i mean heaven forbid you go to the bathroom without your phone right it's like what what am i doing with myself but it's that it's that thought what am i doing with myself it's this emotion that there's something wrong right but no it. but people are uncomfortable with that exactly. if they're uncomfortable sitting and waiting for the bus without scrolling through their phone they can't do it anymore and now we are in a position where we are forced to just sit and essentially wait and we still have a lot of stimuli, right? Thank goodness we still have, like, electricity in the internet. So, so without this a doubt. could be a lot worse. Yeah. But um, the reality is, is because we are constantly used to stimuli and responses and emotions, that's why it's people are talking about, and I'm for sure guilty of this as well, of, like, the amount of, of snacking and the amount of... Well, that's what I mean, Absolutely. I, I need all the chocolate in the house right now. I need all the coffee. It's just because it's there's it's it's filling that void of, of an A an activity, right? But B, it's giving us those responses that our bodies are so accustomed to. Well yeah, because you get to, normally you're leaving. Right. You're leaving, you're doing stuff, you're moving, you're changing your scenery. And it's those constantly are, go, 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 go. Right. And those are things that are normal to where they do cause your body to react you you get a sense of it's it's why if you've been sitting for a while you're like oh, man i just need to stand up and like go for a walk or i need to see something different that's your those are evolutionary things that right. are happening and so everyone is feeling mm -hmm. maybe for some of these feelings for the very first time well and that's a thing too and and you and i have talked about this because you know, this is going back to No Fix November with Strong Fit, right? Of yeah. kind of removing stimuli slowly but surely. So it's sugar, caffeine, carbs, alcohol, alcohol going to the gym too much. Like whatever it is you're doing too much of, don't do that, right? Right. And one thing that you and I have been off of for a little bit now is caffeine. Mm-hmm. And so, since, since November. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I went a little bit longer. Because I was finishing all the caffeine in the house because I refused to let it go to waste. Right. But when I went off of it, one of the main things, you for sure are tired in the beginning, right? But it, the, the main thing I complained to you about, it says, I'm starting to feel my feelings a lot more and I don't like it. Yeah, I remember that. And it is very much a, whatever was in me was muted, but I was content with it being muted. 
because I didn't sure. have to deal with it. Absolutely. Because being off of it is when I'm sad, I get sad. Or when I am anxious and I have anxiety about things, I feel it. Or when I'm angry, I get angry. And it's not like a hangry type thing, which is like the result of like, I'm getting the shakes because I need to eat type thing. It is very much a, I have these emotions and I've always had these emotions, but I've fixed it through the use of, gosh, I'm stressed, so give you know i'm gonna i'm gonna get my caffeine fix i'm gonna have what fill in the blank or i'm gonna have the chocolate or i'm gonna have whatever and now that we're taking those things away um i'm feeling a lot more and i think that people right now are in the predicament where they're alone with their thoughts right and that is terrifying terrifying for a lot of people because you're, you're so used to being on the go 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 and I, you know i was talking with a friend the other day about the idea that it's you know, what of, of, I'm normally a social person. I go to work during the day. I'm interacting with people. I, I enjoy going out for, you know, social outings, hanging with friends. And it's now that I have like had time to sit back and think of, I'm sure when this is all over, I will happily, you know, go out to a party again, but it's like, I'm really okay in the position that I'm in right now of just kind of being in my house with my family and just having this kind of quiet time and I'm just, I'm real worried about the fact that like, what if I can't come back from this? Like, what if this has kind of changed me and how am I going to, you know, like, is it going to be like learning to walk again, essentially? And as you know, I, I've been a stay at home mom now for a decade and I've talked about this a lot with you and I, I have broached it in the podcast many times before is this idea that you know, the way that I am now is not who I used to be. Sure. And it's for better or for worse. You know, it just depends on your spin on it. But it, it's... it's Just, I'm not going to interrupt long, but it's it's not good or bad. Yeah. It, too, we're, we're too obsessed with... Everyone is. Of, is this good? Is this bad? It just... It, it, it is. Well, and, and... It is what is. And I think it's this idea of... Um, comparing to oh. everyone else of like, okay, is what I'm feeling normal? Or if, because if it's not normal, then it must be wrong. And it's, or they think this perception normal is based upon how everybody else feels. And if you feel something different, then you're a weirdo. And it's... And boy, have we seen how different a, what the new normal can right, look like. Right. What people deem is normal or not normal. Right. But, you know, from personal experience is... For sure, I have always been introverted. I've always been shy, right? But, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I was still outgoing and ambitious and would try new things. Bless you, <coughs> preemptively. I would, you know, I, I could get a new job and not know what the hell I'm doing and learn as I go and be okay with it. I could join a new club. I could go hang out with friends and be okay. And then something happened to me slowly, right? It was, it was not all of a sudden that I became a stay-at-home mom and then I realized. And that's what a lot of people, because this is a very forced, quick thing where it's extroverts and people that are used to hanging out all the time. All of a sudden are being told you can only like 
be around the people in your family in your house immediately and that's it and you can't leave and so it's it's this just very abrupt change for them that's overwhelming that of course didn't happen to me but you know I started having those same emotions as the years went by of like I'm really okay kind of not being around people. And then I would kind of tell myself, I'm like, well, I, you know, obviously it's because I'm introverted and I just, I hate people and I you know, and that's why. And it's, and I do, I, I do struggle with people and the introversion, of course, is still a thing. But, but the more I've thought about it, especially as of late, right, is the fact that it is just, it's developed into an uncomfortability because it's like I'm out of the habit. Sure. And that's the idea that it's, you know, I, I used to play the clarinet and I was a first chair clarinetist and I was really good at it or I played sports and athletics and was decent at it or, you know, I, I did the spring musicals. I would do these things and was decent at it. But if you asked me to pick up the clarinet today, I would struggle greatly. And it's because I've been out of practice for it now for such a long time yeah and that's kind of what it is for me is and i really realized it especially within the last year when you know we we've kind of started this business is right before we did i was really having an identity crisis of the fact that it's i am getting to the point where i'm uncomfortable going out in public yeah i'm so used to being a stay-at-home mom where it's Due to finances, we are limited on what we can do, right? We have to really budget. We can't just go out to eat or go to the movies or go do whatever whenever we want to. So it's very much a lot of our family outings because we've been a young family have been, it's like, we're lucky if we get to go to the park today, you know? So I, we are very accustomed to the simplicity of of life and enjoying the simple things, you know. Mama, it's not well. I know, honey. So, and, yeah, okay. But um, people that aren't used to that, it, it's a change, right? And and I've gotten so used to the idea that it's, as a mom, you wake up, you do everything for everybody else. The kids are at school. They come home from school. You got to take care of everybody. And then it's like you, you, you go to bed and that's it. You stay home. You're gonna. We, we can't afford to take all five of us to go out to the movie, so it's we're watching a movie at home. You know we're, and that has been years and years and years of that. Yeah. To the point that I would get overwhelmed by the fact that it's okay. Henry's gonna start kindergarten soon. You know, my plan was always okay. I'm gonna go back to work. I'm gonna go back to being a dental hygienist, or I'm gonna, you know, I want to do this with my career. And what do I do? And do I go back to school? And everything became overwhelming. The fact that it's, man, c could I go back to being a hygienist again? I feel like I've forgotten how to do it. And I'm really scared being around people and, and I'm uncomfortable. And, and my anxiety was so high that it's like, this is what happens. This is why you hear these crazy stories of these hermits that, like, get everything delivered to their home and never, ever see the light of day is something happens, right? And it's this slow trickle of their new normal becoming more and more isolated from humanity. And there's such an overwhelming uncomfortability to come back to that, that it stops them. Yeah. Again, 
it's this is something that's real. This is something that people are going to be grappling with probably for the first time, obviously. Um, and stuff that folks like you mm-hmm. will have been dealing with this, like you said, a decade. 15, you know, 15, it just depends on, you know, the, the notion that it's um, being a stay-at-home mom is such a blessing and all these things. And it's, and that's fair. Yeah. These are the best years of your life. You look back on them. You know, you know you'll appreciate it when your kids were young. Um, but I think there's too much emphasis on being the martyr. Too much yeah. emphasis on having to do all the things all the time. Yeah, and 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 again, back to the good and bad. This is bad. I'm I'm worried because I may not be able to come back from this, or I'm worried about who I'm becoming. Yeah. Um, I think are all very valid feelings, yeah. but I think at the end of the day, they're all coming from the same place, which is, how am I going to be viewed? Is it good? Is it bad? Opposed to maybe appreciating the fact that it's what makes us so unique as a species mm-hmm. is our ability to adapt to our surroundings. Yeah. So humans, I I believe you know I, it's always those questions of like what what different what what characteristics do humans have that make them different from the other animals in the animal world, mm-hmm. and you know there's always you know people there's always answers but I, and I can't remember if this was like the legitimate answer to this question, but it's our what I believe makes us unique to all other animals is our ability to force our surroundings to adapt to us. We will adapt to our situation. Well, and the example you gave to that is people live all over the world. They live in Hawaii the same that they live in the Alaskan tundra, the same that they live in the Sahara Desert. It's right. vastly different environments that they have learned to thrive in through adaptation. Yeah. Right. And and the and the, the good example that we would that you know, it's a lion is a lion. A lion is going to be a lion whether he's in Africa or whether you put him in New York. Mm-hmm. He's just, it's its going to be a lion. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be able to manipulate its surroundings to be able to allow itself to live. Mm-hmm. But we very much will. Understanding that as our baseline is then what are what is our situation that you are adapting to. Mm-hmm. And the reason I mention this is we adapt to survive, right? No one likes change. The only reason why we adapt is because you need to adapt. And the reason I mention this is that it's a lot of us may be adapting. We may be developing new habits. And so we need to be cognizant of what are you adapting to? What are you allowing yourself to evolve into? And realizing that this is a brief moment. Yeah, but that, that evolution is happening because you will be able to adapt again. Right. And I think, you know, and all of this is a learning experience for everyone. And it's it's forcing everybody to take a hard look. And there are a lot of whiners that it's like and, and you know that I struggle with this big time of people that talk about the idea of um of just constantly just oh my kids, my kids, I can't I can't do, I don't know how to teach my kids. I'm not a teacher. I can't deal with my kids all day. They're just, they're always around. And it's, you know, I struggle with that because it's, 
every person on earth feels that way. People assume, oh, I could, I could never be a stay-at-home mom. I just, I can't do it. And it's like, but you, you chose to be a mom. I for sure am, can sympathize with the idea of wanting to get away. The number one thing that I struggle with way before COVID was the idea of feeling like I've lost my identity. That I'm nothing more than just mom. I never get to be Amy the dental hygienist. Or Amy who's really good at this. Or Amy who works in this department. Or you turn to Amy for this thing. Right? Yeah. It's only mom. But it... And, and it sounds super cheesy. And it sounds very much like, oh, aren't children a blessing? But it's... That is my number one job. The second that we chose to have children. Right. And... I get that having the kids around 24-7 right now in a box that you can't leave is is incredibly overwhelming and frustrating and, and all the emotions all bundled up in one, right? But it's this disconnection that people assume, well, because I've, because I've worked, I can't do this other thing. Right. It's, well, I'm not, I didn't sign up for this. I can't be a stay-at-home mom because I'll kill him. And it's like, m- there are many stay-at-home moms that have chosen to be in that predicament. And for sure, it is a very convoluted role because they drive you insane. Right. You are voluntarily going on a one-income situation a lot of times. So it's financially more difficult. It's unbelievably more stressful. You feel like you are trapped in a cage and you're in prison, all these things. But you do have those moments where it's, and I for sure struggle with that, is I missed Michael's first steps because I was at work. Right. I missed Michael's first words because I was at work. And I didn't with the other ones. You know, it's, it's I am there. And, and, and. It's the one thing that the old ladies talk about, and I have no basis for comparison because I'm in the so far in the shit right now of dealing with every frustration that comes along with kids. But it's, you will miss this. If there is any sort of resounding voice that maintains consistency, it's the fact that people that have had kids that have grown up and left say, you will miss this. You will miss every moment of this frustration and this... There's things that life, life becomes better, right? A little bit. When you can start doing your own thing now that you're a couple again. And you don't have to wake up in the middle of the night to right. clean up vomit and poop. But it's because you wanted to be parents. It's These are the moments that are now gone from our lives. And that for sure is a thing. And I wish that instead of people constantly bitching about what they can't do right now. Is realize that. You are a lot more capable of things than you thought you could be. 100%. Because people talk about the fact that it's, gosh, I, I can never have another kid. I, don't, I only have one and I'm losing my mind until they have two, until they have three. You know, it's always, I can't do this mm-hmm. until I can. Right. Very few homeschool moms that I know, because again, we've homeschooled a little bit before, right? So I belong to a lot of homeschool groups. I've dealt with a fair share of moms. I've watched enough youtube and videos and red blogs and done all these things and done my research that it's there are moms that absolutely love it there are moms that have done it out out of an essential need and there are moms that are kind of in the middle where it's like i feel like this is best for my kid but i'm losing my mind trying to do this and but i i'm just 
I'm just going. I'm just trying to take it day by day to kind of see what happens. And then there are moms that have th- that for sure throw in the towel, and that's okay too. But it just bothers me so much that I get people's immediate agendas have been so greatly disrupted. But instead of constantly looking at that like it's bad, I wish people would, would take it as a reassessment of... <clears throat> you know what, I have my two kids or I have my three kids and they're here all the time and I'm going to try, I'm going to, I'm going to fail 99% of the time and I'm going to want to stab them in the eyeballs because that's so much of what parenting is. Mm -hmm. But it's, I wish that people would say, I am going to try to find a way to enjoy them again. Right. To not have this just hatred for their existence because they've ruined my day-to-day schedule. Right. And that's how people are looking at their kids. That's how people are looking at having to be home. And it's it's unbelievably frustrating. It's unbelievably hard. But there's been so much good that has come of it. Is, there can be. There can be. You know, it's right now the education system is kind of a shit show with everyone trying to figure out how this new normal is going to work. People are trying to homeschool. They're trying to do e-learning. They're trying to find virtual resources. And it's a mishmash. And they're in the shit. But it's okay because when it's over, everyone will have gained a little bit more skills. And will have ventured a little bit more out into their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Which, again, going back to strong concepts of moving your center, right? It's we are going to slowly start moving more toward what we think is impossible becoming more possible. Absolutely. And that is super important. If you're doing it right. Right. And, and I think that's that's our biggest, that's a, the biggest challenge that we are, would give to anyone. Right. Is right now is don't get stuck or sucked into binge watching Netflix all day long. Scrolling on your phone all day long. Those are sim- those sympathetic fixes that we talked about that were tied to your gut, right? We're tied to what you ate, what you drank. But it's also what are you what are you consuming visually as well? What are you because scrolling on Facebook, becoming an expert at breaking news on the twenty four hour news cycle, all of that nonsense. That's not moving you in any particular direction. You may feel um, sad. You may feel angry. You may get all these real emotions that are going to come. And what that does is that tricks your body into thinking that you're doing something. That it has experienced something. And it's not. Yeah. You have You haven't left the couch. Static. Exactly. And so that's where it's just, it becomes more important than ever. And so this is, oftentimes this is the feelings that certainly I think you have been talking about which are unique. Where it's kind of like, for the most part, there's people that it's like, I, I don't need to see people. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that's like, I need people around me all the time. And both groups are realizing they can oh, yeah. exist without seeing everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. But then the folks that have been, you know, the self-proclaimed introverts, and it's like, uh, it's you kind of miss touching somebody's face. Yeah. Like you miss being around somebody. And so I think that those, but, but it's, it's then, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with this extra time? And see that you're going to use it. You're going to lose it. You got to come up with something to do. Well, that, okay. Get the pillow comfy. Um, 
it's, I just wish that right now, it's no matter what you're doing, you know, if, if, if right now you have the energy to muster up, like, changing from your holy pajamas to, like, your fancy pajamas... Right, and that's the extent of your day. Then that's fine. To your day or if you have the energy to be like, you know what, we're gonna go outside, and we're gonna build a damn the uh, ark in the backyard for the apocalypse. Like whatever right. it is, it's okay. But build I a, build a chicken coop. Right, but I wish that people right now would stop complaining about it and just be in their feelings for a moment. Exactly. So like, really. With all this time and all these thoughts, I wish people would recognize that it's what it's the same concept of mindfulness mm-hmm. of you let your thought come to fruition, whatever it is, and then kind of just dissipate and pass. Yeah, let, it's it's okay. Yeah, so whatever you're feeling is okay. If you are taking this time to like recoup on a lot more sleep. Or a lot more rest because your body craves it, then that's okay. If you're losing your mind and you feel like you need to get out and move like me a lot, it's then go outside. You know, but whatever it is you're feeling, don't feel bad about your feelings. Stop trying to compare it to like, well, I I feel this way and I'm really nervous about how I feel because it's like, is it how everybody else feels? Is this normal? Like, will I be okay? And it's... you. You're feeling certain feelings because for the first time, because the world has literally been put on pause, Mm -hmm. you are having a chance to go back inside of yourself and really take an assessment. And people are getting sick of the whole idea where it's like, I'm so sick of these memes telling me like, if I don't use this time to do something productive, then it's like all been a waste. And I for sure don't feel that, but I for sure feel that it's, what your your body will tell you what it wants. Right. If you listen to it. But you have to cut out the noise. You have to cut out the noise. So it's, if you can stop, and it's not going to happen every day, you know. But it's like right now, like we said, we are not really experiencing the idea of being so bored that we're going to, you know, want to stab ourselves, right? <laughs> to get some sort of feeling back. It's. We are quite the opposite. It's oh, yeah. we are just we're going, 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 going all the time. But by design. But it is by design. But and for sure. But you and I have talked about this. Is and you are a go go goer all the time. I for sure am much more. Where it's like, I need a I need a damn minute. Yeah. And I have tried to really be cognizant of that. About I am so used to going, going, going all the time and needing to. Either drop off the kids somewhere, be somewhere, or clean something, or prep food, or do whatever. That it's, if there is a calm moment, because I've thought about this a lot. It's like, you know, because especially with our business, is you have taken a majority of the brunt of it. Because I'm, I'm doing Because the you've kids. taken the majority of the brunt in the other piece of our life. Right, of trying to deal with the kids. But also the work, for sure, has changed. And a lot of it is things that are not in my repertoire of knowledge, and they are for yours. So you've been having to take on more work. So it's if I have a moment where it's like, I'm going to like read for a minute. Make- I'm going to read a book, or I'm going to color with the kids, or I'm going to do something. I feel a little guilty about it, because it's like, gosh, I, I need to be doing something productive. This is, this is a waste of time, but it's right now it's not. It's 
my body is telling me that that's what it needs right now. Right. And because there's nowhere to be and exactly. nothing to do, now's the time to do what my body... Because there's so many times where... For sure, and people talk about all the time, they're, it's 2 o'clock and they're in the afternoon meeting and they're like, I need to sleep. My body is is my body wants to nap and it wants to nap hard and you can't do that at that moment your body has to do something else you have to stay awake you have to work you have to be on the phone you have to be on the computer you have to be doing something yeah and so you can't and now that everything has stopped now's the time to do what your body wants it to do yeah and that's important yeah it's just it's take take an assessment it's why are you feeling what you're feeling? Yeah. Because you have time to assess those things. And the reality is is that it's there may be things that you have been putting off. Yeah. Things that it's just like, we'll never have time to do this. Start doing those things. Right. And, that, and that may not be anything big. That may, you know, it doesn't have to be some big activity that it's like, gosh, you know, Michael, please shut the door. It may not be like, gosh, we've been thinking about remodeling that bathroom for six years now. I guess now's the time to do it. Well, everybody's it, doing it. Every, yeah, Lowe's is super busy. But what I'm saying is it doesn't need to be that. Right. Whatever it is. It may be some serious R&R. You know, how often do people take a vacation and then it's, oh, I need a vacation from my vacation. Because mm-hmm. nobody ever gets the the chill that they need and in a world where stimuli is constantly at our fingertips and we're always having to go from here to here to here to here to here to here and now it's stopped that's not a bad thing right so take time to just be for a little bit and figure out what your body needs or if you have just been been being for the last couple weeks and it's like i don't i don't know what to do with my hands anymore then it's listen to your body because your body will tell you very much the way it tells mine and yours different things at different times where I may be like I, I need to go outside right. we have to go for a walk and you may be a I'm tired I need to go lay down or it's we need to be together as a couple I we need adult time right or, or whatever it is is we can finally listen to our body signals Without having the distraction of, gosh, I really miss you. I really wish we could have a conversation. But Michael has basketball practice, so I guess that's what we're doing. Or whatever it is. Right. It's yeah. just find a way to figure... It doesn't have to be like a, you better figure out how to like juggle and do professional origami in this moment. But right. it needs to be that it's... You don't have to waste the time and sit and count the hours as they go by waiting for life to start back to normal again. And you don't need, like you said, and you also don't need to do the opposite. Yeah. Where all of a sudden you don't need to do something crazy. Right. But it's just take the time to try to appreciate that whatever you're feeling, you're probably feeling for a reason. It's yeah. neither good nor bad. Everyone's in a very stressful situation, so you're feeling lots of emotions. And I absolutely will go from, I had to go to the grocery store the other day, and I absolutely started crying in the aisle because I saw 
Hostess Baseball Cupcakes, and Michael can't play baseball this season, and it's his favorite thing. And I got overwhelmingly sad about all the things that are canceled and missing from my kids' lives. Right. And then I felt super angry being at the store and having to deal with the people that are acting a freaking fool right now. Yeah. And then also within a two hours time, saying having a very peaceful feeling of, I my kids are not that bad. Right. I kind of enjoy them from time to time. Or this sunshine feels nice. Or it's, I'm happy that. I have food to eat. Like, well, you know, it's just, it's such extreme emotions mm-hmm. in a very short period of time. And for sure, I feel them too. But whatever I'm feeling in that moment, I'm trying to tell myself is okay. Yeah. In that it's, again, this is going to be a blurp in time. I, we don't know if life will ever go back to normal, nor do we know if it should ever go back to the way it was. Because there has been a lot of good that has come out of everyone being put on pause. Yeah. It's been a shit ton of bad, but there's been some good. So it's kind of reassessing those good things that have come from it and maybe trying to grasp onto those moving forward and how we can be better than what we were. But understand that I really don't think that we're all going to be trapped in our houses for the end of time. There probably is going to be a light at the end of the tunnel some way, somehow. And that when things start to go back a little bit more to the way that they were, of trying not to forget how we were in this moment and everything that we felt and kind of taking that moving forward. So it's if you've never freaking homeschooled before and you just have this opinion of, I can't do it, this is horseshit. It's, well, you, you did. You, what you experienced is what other homeschool moms for sure have experienced, but we're in a predicament for whatever reason that they kept going and it does get better. It's, it's the same idea of when, when you bring a baby home for the first time, even though you signed up to be parents for some people, right? It's, you for sure have moments where it's, I can't do this. Like clearly I have made a, a a grave mistake we need to take the baby back because this is horrible right but you can't do that you can't change your position so you have to learn to adapt to it right and that is very much what we're in right now i think it's a thought that comes to mind is that it's we become very hyper focused on the idea of when do we get to get back to normal and it's never never completely again the normal that once existed won't ever exist again not in its entirety it won't because everyone is going to be different it's such a unique experience that I think probably only comes from probably one other experience which is war where everyone in an area is essentially is affected and how you come out on the other side is there will be a new normal again it and it won't be like this, but it'll be different. But my point is, what I wanted to make is, <clears throat> what would be the biggest crime is that you don't remember the things that you were capable of doing during this time. Yeah. Because of what you're capable of, right? World War, men are away fighting, women are now working in factories. Mm-hmm. Women are what the economy is being ran on. Mm-hmm. 
during a time period where the belief was that a woman's only place was in the home. Yeah. For sure. It, it for- but don't allow when everybody gets back in the 1950s yeah. to where now all the women need to put on dresses again and heels and that's all they're good for. Because mm-hmm. that's what ended up happening. Yeah. So women were very much, you know, it's flexing and doing big things and hard shit and then all of a sudden they go right back. Right. And that is, in my opinion, that's where we have to remember that that's the disservice. But that's why it's, you know, the uh, the movie A League of Their Own is built right. upon the foundation that it's, we never forgot what we what we did. You know, that is held very much in the forefront of our thoughts all the time of that. When the, when the men were away at war, we played baseball, man, which was only for the men. And we played well. And we were, and it was hard. And it was gritty and it was tough and it was beyond what anybody thought that we could do. And we did it. Yeah. And we don't forget that. And that's, that's very important. Yeah. So. Okay, I'll get it. So embrace the suck. Don't be worried about whether things are good or bad. Just Just, feel your feelings. Yeah, be in the moment. Be there. Be there. And and it's okay to have those fleeting things that come, but same as, as quickly as they come. They'll be gone. Just let them go. Because we will adapt again the way that we've been forced to adapt now. Yep. And it's the idea of you can never swim in the same river twice. Yeah, the, the same man never walks through the same river twice. Right, it's that, but right. That's, exactly. it's, it's that idea that it's we are all changing right now. Our environment's changing. And we will be... Just, just a second. We will become different. We have been, we have become different, and when things change again, we will learn to adapt, and we will go back. So it's, if you're worried about, gosh, I don't know how much longer I can stay in this house, because I feel like I need people, or if it's, hey, I'm kind of okay in my house, and I didn't think I would be, and I'm worried about going out again, you know, it's, it's these extremes in how people are feeling. It's okay that you feel that way because as we develop a new normal as a society, everyone will adapt to that again. And yeah. it's going to be okay. Yeah. If that's that what people yeah. So now we need to find a phone. We need to feed these monsters breakfast. We need to make sure the dogs don't murder the chickens. We got chickens. We got we'll talk about that more later. Yeah, we got things to do.